Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And today I have a special interview with Richard LaRuna, also known as Gambler. He is a former pickup artist and a guy who has an extensive knowledge on how to meet and attract women. Now, I don't often uh, invite pickup artists on the show and interview them, uh, but I have to say this guy does have some great information, and he also has a best-selling book uh, that has been published. It is called The Natural, and you can check that out if you're interested at thenaturalbook.com. Now, Richard, he talks today about escalation, how to move forward with building sexual tension, because a woman wants you to do that. She's waiting for you to build sexual tension. She's not going to do it herself. It's kind of the man's job to be able to do that, and that is what turns her on and gets her excited to be with you and continue to be with you. So building sexual tension is very important, and Richard goes into it. Uh, with great detail and a lot of really cool techniques and mindsets in terms of how to be able to do it. So we're going to get into that interview in just a second. Now, real quickly, I haven't told some of my listeners on the podcast about a free gift that I just created recently. So if you have any trouble with texting or you've been getting girls' numbers or you've been going out and you think you'll be getting any girls' number soon or you have a girls' number right now that you want to text, I have a video for you that is the 7 deadly text messages that a woman can't resist. So I basically in this video go over the seven text messages that you can copy and paste and you can use this to be able to either meet up with a girl or at the end of the day, maybe even get into a relationship with a girl. Yes, these text messages are for every single situation. So in order to get your hands on that, I'll put that link in the description, but this is very simple. All you got to do is go to tripadvice.com slash text Dash girls. Again, that's tripadvice.com slash text dash girls. It's 100% free. It is a video that gives you my seven deadly text messages that have been proven and used over the years by myself and clients and friends included. So go check that out, the seven deadly text messages that you can't resist. Tripadvice.com slash text dash girls. And in the meantime, if you're going to go check that out later, then here's my interview with Richard LaRuna on Building Sexual Tension. Hey, Richard, how you doing, man? Yeah, very well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to have you on and talk about escalation today. And uh, before we get into that, uh, you know, I know you've been around for a very long time, but just for some of the guys who might not know you, maybe give a little background on yourself, how you became an expert in this, and, and just the details of how you got into everything. Sure. So I'm 37 years old. So yeah, I guess that's quite old in this profession uh, where, where you need to be going out to nightclubs and, you know, chasing girls on the street and stuff. But I, I started probably um, around 26, 25 getting into this. And then soon after I, I started coaching because I, I kind of figured out what worked quite quickly. Um, but my personal story was that I was very shy, introverted, bullied and depressed at school, um, didn't have many friends. And I was still, uh, when I was 21, I was still a virgin, hadn't kissed a girl, hadn't gotten a number, gone on a date. So I did feel like my life was quite hopeless. Um, but I think that adversity and that depression, that horrible situation, you know, kind of forced me and pushed me to make big changes in my life and you know slowly I figured things out 
And I think uh, what what I have is that, you know, I was never a natural. I never had any of the even the social skills naturally. So I kind of understand wherever a guy is, whether he's, you know, just really socially shy, whether he doesn't have many friends, whether, you know, he doesn't know how to approach, whatever it is. It's a problem that I had at some point and I figured out how to conquer it. So, you know, since then, I've had the company for 10 years, trained hundreds of thousands of guys and, you know, that's where I am today. That's fantastic. Let me ask you this. Do you have a moment in your life around the time when you were learning this where I mean, basically I'm asking what was your aha moment? You know, what was the moment where, you're, where it started to, to click for you and you started to get it? Did you have any moments like that? I guess the, the first one was even to know that it was possible to change, you know, so kind of getting past that feeling of you either have it or you haven't. Like, he's the cool kid, he's going to get laid, I'm the loser kid, I'm going to be a nerd my whole life, you know, and that's it. Um, so that was the first actual big aha moment. And then all through the journey, there wasn't um, there wasn't one. There were many. So to give an example, you know, a common a common thing that guys have, and something I definitely had, is the idea that when you're approaching a woman or you know interrupting her, trying to talk to her, that you're bothering her. You know, so that was my mindset, and it was a big mindset shift that I saw. Actually, I'm talking to these women, and most of them kind of like it, so I don't feel like I'm bothering them anymore. And, you know, something like being apologetic about wanting sex. Like, I don't want to try and kiss her because that's kind of betraying this nice, friendly interaction we've had to say, actually, I just wanted to do physical things with you. To thinking, you know, women like that stuff too. They like to, you know, feel excitement and sexual tension and turned on. So it it wasn't one aha moment where, you know, just a ray of light shot on me and I, I got it all. It was a series of... Uh, individual moments relating to specific either mindsets or you know limiting beliefs that I had all the way through to specific techniques like oh wow that works oh wow if you just say that it will work or if you just do that it will work it's so interesting I love how you said that uh, that you thought that you were betraying this nice interaction I think that all guys are feeling that way I mean as you said that I'm picturing myself years ago and how I wouldn't want to get physical. I wouldn't want to go for the kiss because of you, like you said it really well right there. Like I felt like I was betraying this nice moment. And so, and really in my yeah, head. Yeah, she's smiling. She's enjoying it. Yeah. And you're like, oh God, I'm going to do this. And then she's going to hate me because women don't like sex and they just do it as a you know, favor to guys, but they don't really like it. So I shouldn't do it. Right, right. <laughs> and you're going to ruin it all. And you're going to ruin it all. And of course, we know now the reality is you're going to ruin it by not doing it. And yeah. That, that and then, was you the know, mindset shift. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I remember when I started teaching and I'd see a guy and I'm watching and by then I kind of, you know, understand the signals women give and stuff. And I'm watching, I'm like, she wants him and she wants to maybe go home with him or kiss him. And then he just gets his, uh, the number and leaves and comes back to me like, oh, look, I got her number. I'm like, man, she's disappointed. She's not even going to see you again. She wanted you tonight, you know, <laughs> she wanted you to make a move and you didn't do it and you've let her, right. let her down. So yeah, you, by not making the move, um, you're letting her down. You're going to leave her disappointed. The key is just to do it in the respectful, correct way, right? Not to be drunk and lunging in or aggressive or whatever. So you do it in the smooth, the correct way, and then you're giving everyone what they want. 
So I guess that brings us nicely into what we're talking about today, which is escalation. So let's let's talk about that because I was just about to ask you, well, how how do you do that in the nice way? But I think that's going to jump ahead far into what we're really going to be talking about here. So maybe we start a little bit more before that because I know that escalation even begins before the kiss. Is that right? Yeah, I think it does. And I think the first thing is that it kind of comes from inside you. And I'm not talking about, you know, chakras or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's a feeling that you get that you should then act on in the right way. So the first question is, you know, is this the right moment when I want to kiss her? So if you're in a, you know, if you're shopping and in a food store or something, and you've been talking to her for one minute, it's probably not the right time. So you're you're not going to feel like kissing her there. You're not going to think maybe I should go for, you know, make a move here. Um, on the other hand, if it's a first date, and you've been having some cocktails and you've been speaking for half an hour and she's kind of into you and she's smiling and she's laughing at your jokes and you think, ah, you know what, I want to kiss her. So you can actually trust your instincts on the, you know, the timing, because if you feel if you wouldn't feel comfortable making the move in that moment, it's probably the wrong time. If you would like to make a move and it's just a question of how to do it, then it's probably the right time to at least, you know, start moving in that direction, putting some feelers out there. Um, and it could be that, you know, it's definitely the right time to, to go for it and get the kiss. So are you saying that in these situations, we should listen more to our instinct or to our gut in terms of when yeah, to go for the kiss? In terms of what's on our mind, you know, so like I said, if it's the daytime, it's a less sexual environment, we're, we're just going to be focused on having a nice conversation, maybe getting her number. But if it's the nighttime, if there are drinks involved, if you're in a bar or club, um, if she's a more sexual being, uh, if you're on a date already where you can assume, you know, she met you on a date, so she probably likes you, right? So you, she probably thought that she would be okay at some point getting physical with you. So then you might feel more, you know, in the in the way of going for physical things. And so the time is probably right. So, you know, guys ask about timing. Is it half hour, one hour, you know, the third date, the whatever. Um, but there's no actual time, you know, you can kiss a girl within seconds if it's a, you know, nightclub in the daytime, that's going to be really hard, probably totally inappropriate. So yeah, you can trust your feelings in terms of the timing of when to start introducing the sexual tension going towards the kiss. But could you in theory do it during the day? I mean, I've, I feel like I've, sure. I've heard about it. I've seen it. You know, it's it's definitely happened in terms of guys meeting girls during the day and going for the kiss. For sure, yeah. Um, you can either meet a girl that is just, you know, pretty crazy. Um, you could meet a girl and just create this bubble around you so that the people walking down the street are not, you know, distracting her and she's kind of forgotten that she's on her way to buy a sandwich or something. So if you can kind of create this bubble around you, uh, create the sexual tension and the eye contact, then yes, but it is just, you know, because she doesn't have the uh, kind of memory pathways where she's kissed guys in that situation, it's just harder, you know, every girl has kissed a guy in a bar or on a date or whatever, so it's pretty easy to go down those well-worn tracks where she starts feeling the urge, feeling the same way, and then it just happens. But in the daytime, it's, it's kind of harder. And it is, you know, the fastest way to kiss a girl from the daytime is to get a very solid number and just meet her in the nighttime. But yes, it can be done in the daytime. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. So 
basically what you're saying is escalation starts with the idea of do you feel like you want to kiss this girl? Are you in mm-hmm. that moment where you feel, you know, oh, I want to do this? And then, yep. and then you just go for it. No. <laughs> okay. No. Um, it, it's a bunch of stuff and everything contributes and it feeds back. So, um, you know, if we imagine that scenario, so you've been sitting there talking to her, standing there talking to her, whatever it is, and then you're like, you know what, I think I want to kiss her. Um, the first thing is to feel free kind of non-verbally projecting that. That means that instead of saying, you know what, I'm thinking about kissing you now, which would kind of just shock her in that moment, you know, it's out of nowhere, maybe, um, you start just projecting that. So you're going to maybe start to smile more. You might glance down, look at her lips as she's talking more. You're going to hold more intense eye contact. You're going to smooth down your rate of speech because all of that goes better with kissing you know like the rate of speech that i'm using now if i'm speaking like this it's not seductive if i'm speaking to a girl and it's going well everything's going to become smoother it's going to slow down and there's not going to be all this you know jarring movement and gesturing and the vocal stuff it's all going to slow down and smooth out along with this kind of uh, soft eye contact and the way you're going to be looking at her in this moment again it's like it's not looking at her you know sexual parts or whatever it's just looking her in the eye but with um, some intention you know it's not the same way that you would look at your auntie doris or your grandma is looking at her as a beautiful girl that you'd like to kiss but because you're not at that point you know, encroaching on her personal space or lunging in or doing anything uh, that she could call creepy is just going to start to create that seductive bubble. So that's really the first thing, right? So you feel it inside, then you start to project it in that way, and then you want to look for her response. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I call that the look of desire. You know, this look <laughs> that you give the girl where you you're through your eyes, you're showing that you desire her that you want her that you're attracted to her and mm-hmm. like you're saying it's it, it i like how you state that like this is a look you're not giving your grandma and you're not giving your sister you know this is this is something completely different i like that okay great cool. so i mean that's that's kind of phase one and then you want to see um you don't want to spend too too much time kind of analyzing her reactions, because if she's shy or if she's really open, you know, it's going to be very different. But uh, generally speaking, if she's holding good eye contact with you, if she's smiling, if she's still there and into it, that's kind of a green light to continue. And then the next thing would be, you know, for me, some kind of testing of the waters when it comes to touches. So, you know, you could um, stroke her hair, you know, to check out her earring or just to brush her hair back. And you want to see how she reacts as the hand comes in. Like, is she like, oh, oh damn, you know, her hand's coming towards me and she's freaked out by it. Or is she like, oh, nice, you know, that he's stroking my hair, right? Because um, if she's freaked out by just that, then she's probably not ready to kiss you. On the other hand, if she's neutral to positive on that, then again, it's like another green light. If, you've, if you're standing or sitting and you've got, um, you know, some way of just having the back of hands touch each other and she's okay with that, then it's fine. If you maybe lead her somewhere and you take her hand and she's cool with that, that's another good one. 
Um, and, you know, depending on the situation. So if you're in a noisy bar, then uh, when you lean in to talk in her ear, you can go from maybe in the beginning where you had your hand on her arm as you lean in and talk to her. So just imagine that you're, you're kind of talking uh, in her left ear and you've got your hand on her shoulder. And then fast forward a bit when you feel like, you know, you've got a little bit of a vibe going, you're speaking in her left ear and you've got your hand kind of on her, the right side of her face. Um, very gently, you know, just there as you're speaking and then you back out again. So it's just testing the water in these ways and it can happen over 30 minutes or it can happen over 30, 30 seconds, um, depending if you're kind of getting the green lights, you know, when you're driving through the city and just all the lights are green. So you get through pretty quick <laughs> and sometimes you need to, you know, you get stuck and need to wait for the lights to change. It's, it's a similar situation because, you know, some women kind of get into that sexual vibe and it's no big deal for them to kiss. Others, they need a bit longer. Uh, they start to feel the sexual tension a bit more slowly. They warm up to you more slowly. And so it takes longer. But um, you can test the, the water like that. And then you're looking for their signals. You know, if they start to laugh more at your dumb jokes, if they put their hand on your chest, um, if they tilt their head when they speak, if they look down at, at your lips when you're speaking, that's a great one. Um, and also just if, if they change the way they're looking at you, so they're not looking at you like you're their brother anymore, you know? So that's kind of the, the second phase is just to, just to push things a little bit and see what their response is. But again, it's not pushing things in an aggressive way or any that could be like, whoa, what are you doing? The most you could say is like, why are you looking at me like that? And if, if you teach this as well, then you've probably heard that. Like, why are you looking at me like that? Stop looking at me like that. But that's actually a good thing because they're feeling their kind of pulse increase. They're getting a bit shy because they're feeling that sexual tension. I like that. I like that. So that's what we're doing here. We're building the sexual tension. Now, these things that you just mentioned here, is this stuff that you would do or would want to do before you first kiss her? Or is this still happening after you kiss her for the first time? Where is this happening exactly? Exactly. It's definitely before, and I think that, um, you know, one of the things that I do is all, all the way until the bedroom, there's some, uh, I guess, teasing and kind of uh, push-pull type stuff where, you know, if, if I kiss her, it doesn't mean I'm going to be stuck to her face for 30 minutes. You know, I'll kiss her a bit, then pull away. Maybe she goes to kiss me and I move back, and then I'm like smiling, you know, and then kiss her again. And it's, it's a much more sexy thing if you know, if you're not kind of latched onto her. So the same, you know, if you can put your arm around her, it doesn't mean you should keep it there for, you know, two hours. Right? Put it there, take it away, do something else, take it away, hand on the leg, take it away, you know, like that. It shouldn't stay there forever. So definitely this stuff is before the kiss and then after the kiss, of course, you want to keep the sexual tension. Um, and you also want to remember to, you know, sometimes take it away and not just be like a guy that um, seems desperate because he can't take a step back ever. Yeah, and I think the idea of the takeaway and all these different examples is it leaves them wanting more, you know. So you know, the more and more you might do something, uh, the less interesting it really is, you know. So if you take it away, it's like this tease. And they really yeah, liked like, what oh, you I did. Oh, I like that. Where did it go? Yeah. Why did he take it? 
he doesn't like me anymore. Did he see another girl that he wants to go and talk to instead of me or whatever? It, it keeps, I guess, in a little bit. And again, I think something something that I do and it works very well for me and it's what I teach is that, you know, I don't give any compliments, especially physical ones, uh, before I've had sex. Because if you're talking to a girl and you say, you know what, you're beautiful, you know, I really like you, you got beautiful eyes, whatever it is, um, you're basically telling her in that moment, I like you, I want to sleep with you. Now it's going to be your choice if you allow me to. So please let me, you know, it's kind of that position. And if you never um, verbalize anything, she won't be sure how much you like her. Even at the moment where you're undressing in the bedroom, she's thinking, you know, does he really even think I'm beautiful or he just would, you know, he's not going to call me tomorrow or, or whatever, right? It keeps her guessing kind of um, all the way. And uh, I guess I've, I've tested this myself when I've told girls, uh, given girls compliments, and it's normally set me back massively in terms of, uh, the time it takes before I can get physical because it just gives them all the power, shows all my cards and takes away a lot of the guessing and incite excitement. So I'm kind of showing that I like her because I'm escalating, you know, I'm doing things physically, non-verbally, the way I'm looking at her, all of that stuff, but I'm not actually saying anything. And I think that's, that's a powerful thing to note. So you're basically saying that before you guys end up having sex for the first time, you want to show your interest more nonverbal than verbal. Is that right? Definitely. Definitely. You can compliment her as saying, um, that's actually really smart what you just, what you said there, or I really respect that. But in terms of physical compliments, I found that they only hurt. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, they're hearing that all the time, especially if you're going after a beautiful woman, it's not something they haven't heard before. So yeah, it might feel good to hear that again and boost their ego, but it's it's just so unoriginal to just compliment them on... She will smile, and that kind of gives you a false, um, false positive. You know, you're kind of like, oh, she's liking it, so I should give her more compliments. What you'll find is that if you don't compliment a girl and you keep her guessing, she's more likely to make more of an effort in order to get that reward that she's missing that she normally gets being the compliment she's more likely to even start complimenting you and then you say well, well thank you very much you know you don't give her one back um so yeah what i found is that it really flips things around makes your life a lot easier when you don't just give her that compliment and you can wait until she's naked in your bed and you can say you know you've got a sexy body or beautiful face or whatever you want because by then it's okay <laughs> right right i like that Okay, cool. Um, let me ask you this before I even continue to move forward. What if you go for the kiss and she rejects you? You know, maybe she kind of pulls back, she gives you the cheek, she says, what are you doing? You know, do you have any uh, ideas for guys on how to act if something like that happens? Yeah, I mean, first, if she turns her cheek, that's kind of, uh, I'm not that easy, but I like you. If she, because think, imagine, you know, some repulsive uh, person tried to kiss you, would you just turn your cheek? No, you'd, your head would just, you know, shoot back. So you'd get whiplash, probably. So if she just turns her cheek, don't take that as a rejection. Um, you can kind of back off a bit and, you know, try again in a little while. Um, or what I might do is, you know, kiss her cheek, then turn her face slowly, kiss her other cheek, 
turn her face like, actually, I've been to Europe. Let me do it their way. Kiss her cheek again and then go back and kiss her properly. That would probably work. Um, if she jokes back, yeah, it just means you've kind of messed up somewhere before then. But you were probably moving too fast or, you know, it was kind of out of nowhere or, or, you know, she wasn't giving the signals, you didn't do the steps before. Because think about it, if a woman is just in a conversation and to her she's just having a conversation and then suddenly someone's trying to kiss her, it's, it's out of the blue. If she's talking to someone, it's a nice conversation, and then he starts injecting sexual tension in the way that I described, you know, the kind of phase one, she's going to in that moment start to think either, hmm, now I'm starting to feel different feelings for this guy, you know, I'm kind of into him. Or she's going to think, you know, let's say she's got a boyfriend, she's going to think, actually, this is getting a bit, you know, heated. So I need to kind of back out, back out of this and, you know, say something. So she might have a, an objection in that moment. But it'll be a very subtle one. You know, it's not going to be like, what are you doing? Don't do that. So it, it's not something to be afraid of. So you, do, you don't actually want to put yourself in a position where you're going for the kiss and you don't know whether it's on or not. Um, what I've done many times is that where I will uh, kind of just hold her gently under the chin, turn her face and give her a kiss on the cheek, because a kiss on the cheek is always acceptable, um, you know, at that stage in a conversation, you know, people do it when they meet these days, so it's no big deal. And then as you slowly pull back, you're kind of looking at her and what what's her reaction to that? And she says, what are you doing? You say, nothing much, just felt like doing that and carry on talking. But you want to see um, how the mood changes. You know, she's smiling more, she's looking at your lips more. And then depending on the situation, like let's say you're, you're standing and you're, uh, you know, in a noisy place and you're talking in her ear, you can use that moment where you're kind of going in to talk in her ear and then pulling back. And you just stay there for a second. You're right in front of her. You hold that eye contact. You know, is it on? You're on the dance floor or you take a, like, let's dance for a little bit. You dance for a little bit, slow it down, get closer, but you're not going for the kiss. And you're just looking and you're saying, is it on? Is she holding the eye contact, looking deep into your eyes? Is she smiling? Yes, it's probably on. Is she kind of, you know, leaning back a little bit and she's not letting you slow the dance down like that, then it's probably not on. You know, are you sitting next to her and she's, um, you've put your, the back of your hand is like resting on her leg and she's, she's cool with it. Um, then you take it away and, you know, you've got that kind of positive. You stroked through her hair and she didn't kind of look at your hand like, what's that coming towards me? And she kind of on the opposite, like leant into it, uh, like a cat would, almost purring. And then you're like, okay, it's on. So you should know um, before you go for the kiss, whether it's on or not. And then you shouldn't have ever the situation where she's, you know, jerking her head back. But if she just turns her um, cheek to the side, I, I don't take that as a rejection. It's kind of a, uh, I'm going to just play with you and make it a little harder for you. Right. So in theory, basically, if you're doing, if you're doing this escalation properly, you shouldn't really ever get a hard rejection. You might get a cheek, but if everything is going in a sense to plan, um, then it sh you should be good to go. Yes. Got it. And this is, of course, can happen on a date or when you first meet her at a bar during the day, whatever it is, but it doesn't really matter when you meet them. This is possible anytime, right? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's say even if you're walking in, in the street and um, it could be a date or whatever it is, um, cross the road, put your arm around her, um, then take her hand for a little bit, then let it go. See when you take her hand and then kind of loosen it, is she still holding yours? You, so you can do these tests in any in any kind of situation. But, you know, let's say it's the street and then you could just be holding her hand, walking down the street. Um, if she doesn't let you hold her hand, obviously she's not going to kiss you, right? And then come to a stop, turn her around, look at her, hold it, <laughs> be a man, then stroke through her hair and then come and give her a little peck on the lips, pull back, look at her then come in for a proper kiss. So each environment is different. Um, I guess if I was sitting with her in a, in a lounge bar on a date and, you know, maybe one of the last steps would be I would put my arm around her, but not immediately lunging, put my arm around her, maybe look in the opposite direction, takes the pressure off, then look at her for a little bit, you know, just feel the intensity. Um, with my other hand, you know, go and just stroke through her hair, um, take her cheek, you know, very softly, maybe turn turn at the chin again, give her a little kiss on the cheek, turn it back, just hold it right there in the middle, then back off. And she's like, whoa, you know, and she's just feeling all this. Her heart is racing. It's really exciting. And as long as you've got sexual tension, you can, you can play with it. You can decide to drag it out. You don't have to kiss at the point when you can, but the idea is that you should know when you can. It shouldn't be like you're sitting you know, talking about travel and it's all very bland and then suddenly you need to lunge in. It should be that you're sitting talking about travel and it's very bland, but you've got this correct eye contact. It's all smoothed out verbally. Um, you've got occasional touches, you know, on her leg with the back of your hand then the front of your hand, then lingering touches a little bit longer on her arm, holding longer, um, taking her hand to look at her nails, compare um, hand size, take her pulse, look at her jewelry, whatever it is, and seeing that she's cool with that or that she's nervous in a, in a good kind of way. And then, you know, it's not going to be a surprise when you go for the kiss. Right. And also, I think this whole idea here that we're talking about building sexual tension, it's not just to, you know, get enough, you know, nonverbal yeses to get a kiss where you don't get rejected. That's awesome. But it, I think the bigger picture here that I'm hearing is you're also turning her on. So this whole process oh, sure. is is like pre-foreplay. It's like foreplay in a sense before you actually get to the bedroom. So by the time you guys end up getting sexual and get intimate with each other, she's already really turned on by you and the attraction is built to a crazy degree. For sure. Give me like um, two twins and, you know, two twin girls as their counterparts, put them on dates, have the first twin just talk to her for, you know, to one of the girls for 30 minutes. And then let me ask her at the end, like, are you attracted to him sexually? No. Okay, done. Take the second twin on the date with the other twin girl, um, have them talk for 15 minutes, ask, are you into him sexually? No. Okay. Get him to do this stuff, create the seductive bubble in the right way, be all smooth, show that he knows what he's doing, um, create the sexual tension, ask him, ask her then she's like, hell yeah. 
you know, I'm ready for him right now. So it can turn around. It's it's an attraction builder in itself. You know, I, I don't know if you teach, you know, different ways for guys to build attraction. It's something that guys always ask. But one of the biggest ways to build attraction is to show uh, a lady, look, I know what I'm doing. I'm creating sexual tension. I know how to turn you on. I can create this uh, situation and make your heart race. And now, look, I'll check your pulse and show you. <laughs> look how fast it is. Um, you know, how often does she feel that on a date? How often does a guy look at her like that versus, um, you know, looking her in the eye for a second and then getting terrified and looking down at the floor or whatever, or just being super drunk and leaning in, being all aggressive and unsmooth or being verbally unsmooth. You're so sexy. I really want you right now. And all this shit, you know? So how many times does she actually meet a guy like that that is, um, cool and knows what he's doing and then, looks and everything else kind of go out the window because you're showing that you're confident you know what you're doing and you're doing it in a smooth way so that like the frog in the boiling water you're turning the temperature up slowly that by the time she realizes she really likes you you know she didn't know how it happened it just happened out of nowhere which is what you want you don't want her to verbally decide or um, mentally decide hang on do I like this guy? Hang on. Do How do I answer this? It's just like at the end, you know, do you ever ask a girl, would you like to come back to my house and have sex? Of course not, right? You need to do it in um, the smooth way so that she can say it just felt right and it just kind of happened. You can't put the pressure on the moment. So, um, yeah, definitely it's a huge attraction builder just being able to uh, create sexual tension with her because most guys can't. Right. I like that. I like that. And of course, that's what they're looking for. They want that. They are hoping that a guy can create that sexual tension. I think it's it's really the guy's job to be able to do that. You know, he kind of starts to create it and then the woman can play inside of that. But it's definitely something that a woman is is desiring and wanting the guy to do. It's like, this is our job. It is our job to, like you said, create sexual tension but do it in this nice smooth way which comes off very confident and comes off like you know what you're doing and makes her feel comfortable throughout the whole process for sure yeah you want to give a range of positive emotions and uh, feeling sexual is a positive emotion when you're teasing her or something and she's laughing there's a lot of stuff you can do but uh, what decides whether she wants to see you again is, you know, the emotions that she felt. It's not the interesting facts that she learned. That's never going to do it. It's that, you know, she felt something in that interaction. And sexual tension is actually a real easy shortcut. I remember working so hard on dates to be interesting and funny and whatever else. And as soon as I got very good at creating sexual tension, I barely had to do anything. You know, I do that and I know that she's going to go away and she's going to be thinking about me, dreaming about me, you know, all of that stuff. So if you can learn it, it's actually really easy and it um, takes a lot of the pressure off. I love it. That's awesome. This is good stuff. Is there any other tips with escalation that you'd want to share? Hmm. Or is that pretty much the, um, the whole idea here from beginning to end? I think that's that's kind of a simple framework that will work and not to not to confuse guys there are tons of other elements and you have to think you know how do you get in uh, connection how do you get her to trust you should you be honest you know all of, so there are millions of things aside from that but just focus in on kind of um, two simple elements that guys can take away and try which is you know how to create the sexual tension in any situation 
you know, and then how to smoothly go for the kiss. I think, I think that covers it pretty well. Awesome. So if you are still listening, I want you guys to go to Amazon and check out The Natural by Richard LaRuina. You can also go to thenaturalbook.com and then you can read, uh, read up on that and maybe you can tell the guys a little bit more about that book. Yeah, sure. So it's my, um, I can say, best-selling book. It's sold 120,000 copies. It's translated into six languages, published by HarperCollins. And my goal with it was just to give all of my knowledge with nothing held back. So it's got everything from, you know, what I'd call pre-conversation stuff, so the body language, the fashion, then into opening with specific opening lines, conversation and connection techniques. And everyone really loves it. It gets 4.6 out of 5 on you know Amazon, Audible, everywhere else. And if you go to thenaturalbook.com, then you can get it direct from me for just $5 shipped. So basically the book is free and you pay $5 shipping to anywhere in the world, even if you're in uh, Zimbabwe or Seychelles or whatever you want, you can get it for just five bucks shipped. Awesome. So guys, go check that out, thenaturalbook.com. Richard, thank you very much for being here and sharing some of your uh, escalation techniques. I think this stuff is really good and, and very, very applicable. You know, guys can start using this stuff right away. So thank you very much for being on and giving us some of that great information. Thank you, and I enjoyed it. All right, man. Take care.